Well, you know what's going on for people today is Sunday, August 6, 2023. Time is 11.05 a.m. Eastern Time. We're on with another episode of The Bridge, episode number 175 of The Bridge. We're down with Big Ron Brown, Big Kush, King Kush is all the same. Here, bringing my humble opinion about things that's going on in our everyday lives, things that we talk about, things that we like to discuss. Mainly for me, music, sport, music, sports, politics, current events on a local, national, and global level, things that we like to discuss. Uh, got a nice show to get into you for today. Um, a lot of news on uh, what's going on in the war in Ukraine. <clears throat> Sailors get arrested but being charged with being spies for China. Synagogue, Pittsburgh synagogue um, killers um, is sentenced to death. Idaho doomsday killers getting three life sentences. Trump indicted repeat three times, indicted in the last four months. Alpha, Alpha Phi Alpha pulls the plug on their conviction in Florida. O'Shea's siblings killer is brought to justice. He was charged with hate crimes. Uh, definitely prayers going out for the explosion that happened in New Jersey where three people were killed and two kids were injured. Uh, definitely the class of 2023 Hall of Famers. We're going to get into that. Diana Taurasi is continuing to be the great player that she's been, which is a milestone, the first time this ever happened in WNBA history. Pac-12 is dwindling, dwindling down now. They only have four teams left after major moves happened last week with teams left to go to Big 12 and the Big 10. Mark Jackson was booted out by ESPN. Cardi B will not be charged. We're going to get into some Lizzo news, <clears throat> what Taylor Swift is doing for her co-workers on her tour, so forth and so on. But as I've done the past three years, I'm always going to continue to say it. Uh, COVID might not be in a um, global emergency as it was two or three years ago, but it's still out there. People, please go get vaccinated. If you have not done so, go get the booster shot as soon as you are eligible. Sitting around doing nothing is not the answer. It's not, it's not going to solve anything. While most people don't believe in getting vaccines, most people don't want to, if you do get COVID, what are you going to do to combat it? That's my only thing. I understand your hesitance about taking the vaccine, but doing nothing is not an answer. And trust me, speaking for someone who had COVID, <clears throat> you might want to think about getting the vaccine. And if you're eligible, get the booster shot too. Doing nothing and complaining about it is not the answer. So if you, do, if you do get COVID, I, I, I pray that you have some other stronger medicine or you have something that can combat it. Because if it was not for that vaccine, if it was not for that booster shot, I don't know if I would have made it through. Because COVID is not something you want to play with. You can't, you can't eliminate it. You can only reduce it. So people, please, if you are eligible to do so, go get the uh, vaccine and go get the booster shot. COVID is not something you want to play with. And it's out there. It's still out there. Um. More and more residential areas over in Ukraine and both in Russia are still being bombed. These are hospitals, these are um, apartments, schools, nursing homes, you name it. Uh, both of these can be sanctioned off as war, um, war, war crimes when the war is over with against both sides. But I guess with the mission that was sent over by the United States that most people did not approve of, more and more funding coming in from different countries, it's just people that they're, they're, they're just they're, they're at the point now where they're going to do anything and hit anything that's moving because they want to get this war over with. It's now going on a year and a half that this war has been going on over in Ukraine. A Russian priest <clears throat> tells soldiers that their lives are giving their lives for this war is their sacrifice to God. I don't know how I feel about that um, because most of those soldiers, I believe, didn't even want to be in this war. And the fact that they're saying that if you give your life in this war, that's just sacrifice.
them to bomb Ukraine. I don't believe God wanted innocent people to get hurt. I don't believe God wanted people to be taken into prisoners or war, people to be starving, people to be freezing, people to be forced to be drafted into a war that they didn't want anything to do with. So I really can't agree with this priest saying that if you sacrifice your lives, that's your thing. If you give your lives, that's a sacrifice to God. That's just my personal opinion. On uh, a Putin critic over there who was already sentenced to jail time, he gets 19 more years in prison for speaking up against Putin and his war. Certain, certain people have been put in jail. Several other people have been put in jail. Several other people have lost their lives. I believe several other people have been tortured over there for speaking out against Putin. So there's no honor in this. And, that, and what he does and who he, what he represents. There's no respect. I mean, the citizens, you're putting people in jail and giving them decades in prison because they're speaking out against you because they don't support you in this war. People are fleeing that country. People who have probably been in that country for years, all their lives. <clears throat> and they would rather leave that country than to deal with the, the craziness and being under dictatorship of Putin. So, it's crazy. Absolutely crazy. Other other crazy news that I saw last week, two U.S. sailors were arrested and charged with being spies for China. That is the highest level of treason that you could possibly be charged with. And the fact that they were doing that for China, we all know that China is not America's best friend at the moment. They've all, it doesn't matter if Biden goes over there and has dinner with the president of China and they can shake hands and take photos and whatnot. We all know China supports Russia. We all know Russia and China and the United States hate each other. So an enemy of my enemy is not my friend. So it is what it is. So um, I'm pretty, I'm anxious to see exactly what they're going to be charged with or how much time they're going to get. But being in the military, speaking that have, um, knowing that I have two brothers who are in the Navy, cousins who were in the Army, Friends were in the Air Force, and my father was a Marine. That is the highest level of treason you can think of being a part of the armed forces and spying for another country. So, anxious to see what happens to that. Pittsburgh synagogue shooter um, gets the death penalty. They made that decision last week. Of course, we all know they are <clears throat> that murder, that tragedy that took place in Pittsburgh at that synagogue back in 2018. I believe 10 to 11 people were shot and killed. Um, in that um, synagogue back in 2018. So the shooter, he's getting, um, he's definitely getting a death penalty. I don't know exactly when that will be carried out. I guess he will be on death row until they make a decision on when that's going to happen. So he is getting the death penalty for that 2018 shooting of, and killing of 11 people. Um, the Idaho Doomsday Killer, the mom who killed her two built who two killed her two children basically said that they were zombies and she felt like that was the best thing to do was to kill them and bury them on her bury them in on her property. Um, she gets three life sentences. Um, basically, she did not change her story. She did not waver from it. She did not show any signs of remorse. And the judge did not. He took all of that. And he, he looked at that and basically said, "You so you show no remorse. You should. You did not say you not." guilty or you were sorry for any of this you killed your children and you're basically sticking with that story so he basically threw the entire book he not only threw a book at her he threw the entire library at her so she will get three life sentences meaning she will not see the light she will not see the light of day as a free woman ever again 
and the fact that for the rest of your life you have to sit there in that cell probably for 20 to 23 hours a day and think about what you did to your children. That I don't, I could not, I don't see how people can do that. I don't, me being a father, I could not, for my daughter and my son, I don't see how people can do that. That's just heinous, it's just horrible, and those children didn't, <clears throat> didn't ask for that and didn't deserve that. And the rest of the family didn't deserve that. So she'll be spending the rest of her life in prison. So we definitely sent the message giving her three life sentences. Well, let's just get into it. The daily dosage of disgust that I talk about every week when it includes Donald J. Trump, who was indicted not once, <clears throat> not twice, but this is this story. Three times the man has been indicted. He has been indicted for the January 6th situation involving messing with the 2020 election. He um, is facing several decades, if not since he's facing a lot of time in prison. He is This is his third <laughs> indictment in less than four months. And basically, him being the ignorant, arrogant person that he is, he basically said it doesn't matter if I'm convicted, I'm still going to run for president. He told his supporters that I'm being indicted because I am your president. Um, and his supporters don't care. They flat out do not care. They're saying January 6th was a cover-up for Biden and the election. And one lady I heard her say this morning, January 6th was the most patriotic day of her life. Of her life. Let's just <laughs> let that sink in. She said January 6th was the most patriotic day of her life. These people, these idiots, stormed the United States Capitol. Keep this in mind. Government property was vandalized. Government property was stolen. And five to six people lost their lives, including a United States Capitol police officer. That's what happened that day. Nothing patriotic, nothing honorable, nothing to be celebrated. Government property was vandalized. Government property was stolen, and five to six people, including a United States Capitol police officer, died that day. Yeah, that vandalism, that larceny, and the blood of those people is on Donald Trump's hands. He might not. He he instigated it. He flamed the flame. He flamed. He fanned the flames. Yes, he did. Those people have a mind of their own. They didn't have to do it but they were following orders. He instigated the entire thing. He started the fire and then let him watch it burn. Can't get over that. that. That's a fact. That's what happened that day. And the man, it's just, it, it boggles my mind that the fact that he's been, it, he, the fact that he's even allowed to run for presidency, it's just everything that's wrong with this country. Man has been it, 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 it's, 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 that's what's is what's wrong with this country. The fact that he's allowed to run for presidency, the man's been indicted three times. He's been impeached. He's incriminated himself. He's ignorant. He's he, 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 every other I word you can think of. 
It is amazing. But yet you have 70 million plus people in this country that don't care what he says, that doesn't care what he what he says, what he does. They are ready to donate more millions of dollars to his campaign, to his um, lawyer fees. This is not doing anything going to political wise. He's using all that money to pay for his lawyer fees. Who we can't find a lawyer because he's had at least three or four lawyers to quit because they realize he's a sinking ship. He is a sinking ship. The man is as arrogant and ignorant as he is. He is basically saying this indictment is a badge of honor. He feels like he's one more indictment close to being elected for president. And the fact that he's been indicted, he's been impeached, he's been incriminating himself, he's ignorant, and every other I word you can think of, and he's still leading the GOP nomination for president. He has 47% of the lead to become the president again. Despite criminal charges, despite felony charges, and and, and and amazes me because and it just basically comes down to a simple fact that Donald Trump is their last hope for white power. Donald Trump is their last hope for white supremacy. For a la- he's their last hope for a person. A white man who has money, who has power, and doesn't care what he says or what he does, he's their last hope. And they are hanging on to it for dear life. Because there will never be another candidate that come along that says and does the things that he says and does. He is it. He is the last of a dying breed. And you know what? I will not be sad when it goes. It's amazing, though. This is this is what's wrong with this country. The fact that this man has been indicted, impeached, facing criminal charges, felony charges, and still allowed to run for presidency. He is the poster child for white privilege, and America allowed this arrogance and this ignorance. America allowed this. The good old red, white, and blue, the United States of America, you allowed this arrogance and this ignorance to take to take root, to grow into this monster that is to become. And you have 70 million plus people that don't care what he says, that, 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 that hold morals and character and decency, you can throw all that out the window because none of that applies to Donald Trump. They don't care. It's amazing, man. It is absolutely amazing. The people in this country, man. When they will sit up there and say morals and character and decency and, and patriotism and all these other things, but yet you vote for a man like Donald Trump. And I'm here to tell you right now nothing but a conviction will suffice. Nothing. He has to be convicted and go to prison. I'm not talking about probation, I'm not talking about a fine or a slap on the wrist. He needs to go to prison. He needs to have, there needs to be a perk walk. He needs to go to prison. If not, all the crap that you have been shoving down our throats ever since we were born about patriotism and, and, and freedom and justice for all, and all that crap that you, the Star Spangled Banner, the Constitution, all that stuff about the law that you have been shoving down our throats, everything about the justice system will be a joke if he is not convicted. 
Do I believe he's going to be convicted? I don't know because the man seems to get out of any and everything. He is, he has the complexion for the protection, in the words of the late great Paul Moon. But if Donald Trump is not convicted after all these charges, after all these indictments, after everything he's facing, if that man is not convicted and sent to prison, then everything about the American justice system is a joke. It's all BS. That's my humble opinion. Uh, shout out to the um, fraternity Alpha Phi Alpha. They pulled their $15 million convention. It's usually held down in Florida. Of course, another because of another um, political um, jerk, prick, in um, DeSantis down in Florida. So, because of what he says about slavery and how black people benefited from slavery. Um, shout out to them for pulling their conviction because I've often said on this podcast and I've often said in just in life in general. This country, the needle move, the, there are two things that move the needle in this country. That's elections and economics. Who you put in office and where you spend your money. That will always move the needle in this country. That's it. Elections and economics. We are in a capitalistic society. Who you put in office and where you spend your money. And who you spend your money with. And to the good people of the Alpha Phi Alpha fraternity and other black sororities and other black businesses, especially in the state of Florida, kudos to you for pulling your money away. Because if you don't spend your money, that's what hurts them. The bottom line is what they always get their attention. $15 million is $15 million. I don't care. You, you can't ignore that. You can't ignore that. The NAACP has already urged black people not to travel to and from Florida. And if you are black and you live in the state of Florida and you voted for governor and you voted for DeSantis as your governor, I don't know what's wrong with you. I honestly don't know what's wrong with you. Because after everything he said and done, the fact that you have people who are black people who live in the state of Florida that voted for that man, I don't get it, but shout out to Alpha Phi Alpha for doing that because state that statement was made. When you pull the dollars away and you stop voting for certain people, when you don't put up with that crap, you will get their attention. So kudos to them. Um, in other news, I wanted to get into real quick. Um, my thoughts and prayers are definitely going out to our family that was dealing with an explosion, a house explosion in New Jersey. I believe three people were killed and two kids were injured. They don't know the cause of it or what happened. But my thoughts and prayers are definitely going out to them. My thoughts and prayers are definitely going out to O'Shea siblings, family and friends. Of course, that tragedy that took place last week in New York, uh, O'Shea Sibley was um, knowingly gay. Him and his fa- uh, friends were at a gas station. They were dancing, I believe, to um, Beyonce, one of Beyonce's songs. And some hate, and some people came over yelling, uh, homophobic slurs and basically I think a teenager who turned himself in he's facing he is now facing hate um, crime charges he, I believe he stabbed him or something uh, I don't know if it was a knife or what but um, listen just in case, just because you don't agree with a person's lifestyle or you don't agree with what they do at, with another person that doesn't give you the right to hurt them doesn't give you the right to, to, to kill them it doesn't simply because of their sexual orientation or who they decide to be with or who they decide to love and who they decide to marry. Or just them dancing at a gas station. That's just them expressing themselves. That means that you had to go over there and yell at them and yell rape, uh, homophobic slurs and kill them? No. 
It's just that's just what's wrong with this country. It's just um you people who are different from you or love differently or act differently. That doesn't give you the right to verbally abuse them, to hurt them, and especially to kill them. So I believe he's uh, the killer, the teenager. I believe he was 17 years old. I believe he will be charged as an adult. And so I don't know if he was forced to do it or who made somebody made him do it, but he will be facing hate crimes. I mean, hate crime charges. So rest in peace to all Shay Sibley and my thoughts and prayers. Definitely go out to his family because that was that could have been unavoided. It was unnecessary and uncalled for. Uh, congratulations to the 2023 class of 2023 Pro Football Hall of Fame. Uh, they went to the um, hall, wait, um, players went to the Hall of Fame this past um, Saturday, including my boy Demarcus Ware, Zach Thomas, Darrell Rivas, Rondé Barber, Joe Thomas. They were pretty much the headliners of that um, class of 2023. Uh, Demarcus Ware, the all-time leading sack leader in Dallas Cowboy history, who also went on to finish his career with the Denver Broncos, and he helped Denver Broncos win the Super Bowl championship in uh, Super Bowl 50. Zach Thomas, one of the most fiercest linebackers that I ever remember seeing play. At one point in time, he was leading the league in tackles every single year. And I'm talking about he came in the league the same time as Ray Lewis and Derek Thomas. Ray Lewis and Derek, uh, Ray Lewis and um, Derek Brooks, I mean. Ray Lewis and Derek Brooks. And Ray Lewis and Derek Brooks are two of the most, they are my two, one of my, two of my favorite linebackers of all time and two of the most respected linebackers in NFL history. Zach Thomas is right up there with them. So, Darrell Revis, I mean, Revis Island, what can you say? Revis Island. The man, when you have, when you're, when you're nicknamed Revis Island, it's because of a reason. Because when you got out there facing him one-on-one, nine times out of ten, he was going to shut you down. And he gave props to Deion Primetime Sanders in his Hall of Fame speech because he said what Michael Jordan was to Kobe Bryant, Deion Sanders was to Darrell Revis and every other cornerback who came up because yeah, had, you had other great cornerbacks that played in the NFL, Dale Green, Rod Wilson, Adias Williams, but primetime was a standard. Right? I mean, Rod Wilson, of course, but primetime was a standard. Primetime was a person that, especially people who are my age or younger, looked up to, especially in the 90s. That He was the guy, he was that dude, he was the standard when it came to secondary in the NFL. The man can put points on the board. He changed games. He took away half the field. So the fact that um, the Real Reavers gave um, props to him, no doubt, because he definitely changed the game. So congratulations to all the inductees of the Pro Football Hall of Fame Class of 2023. All the sports news I wanted to get into real quick. Congratulations to the, uh, Diana Taurasi. She, she scored 10,000 points. First woman in WNBA history to reach that milestone. She also put in 42 points in the game the other night that she scored it in. This girl has been a winner going all the way back to college in UConn, especially in the WNBA. So congratulations to her on reaching a major milestone of scoring 10,000 points. First time ever been done in WNBA history. Uh, getting to some college football news, Pac-12 is now down to four teams. Um, because some major moves took place where teams are going to the Big Ten and teams are going to the Big 12 mainly because of TV deals. Um, Pac-12, I don't know if they signed a TV deal, if they were supposed to get a new TV deal, but I guess these schools say uh, with football, with um, college football season is less than three weeks away and they still haven't made a TV deal. It's basically coming down to there are only going to be four conferences in college football, ACC, SEC, Big Ten, and Big 12. 
everybody else, you better get into one of those conferences, especially if you want to play for the college football playoff championship. So, yeah, definitely won't be the same because you got USC and all these other schools are going to the Big Ten. Geographically, it's not going to make any sense, but, hey, it is what it is. If you got private claims, they can get there. Uh, Mark Jackson was let go by ESPN because of the layoffs. Of course, we all know the major layoffs that took place um, about a month or two ago by ESPN. Mark Jackson was the latest casualty to be let go. Um, him and uh, Jeff Van Gundy was let go. Of course, they always call the primetime games, the big games, like in the NBA Finals with Mike Green. Um, their voices have been synonymous, especially in the NBA Finals for the past 10, 15-plus years. Um it's a shame. I believe Mark Jackson, I don't know, he, he should definitely be coaching somewhere. Because we all know if it was not for him starting up what happened in Golden State with Steph Curry and Clay Thompson and Draymond Green, he was the he was the coach that got that started. Steve Kerr came in and basically has been riding a championship wave from day one. But Mark Jackson was the one that built that team, the core of it, and got them winning. And then Steve Kerr took over in the rest of history. Yeah, Mark Jackson was let go. It definitely, uh, the games will not be, uh, I believe, Dorsberg and um, other people are going to be um, asked to fill in. Doc Rivers, if I'm not mistaken, he's going to be asked to fill in to um, that role in um, calling the games. So, other entertainment news I want to get into real quick. Cardi B will not be charged with battery because of the drink incident that took place at a concert. She was on stage performing, and a fan threw a drink at her, and then she, in retaliation, she threw her microphone and hit me hit the person who threw the drink at her. So, listen, she shouldn't have been charged. She shouldn't have been arrested. She shouldn't have been anything to her because the person started it by throwing the drink at her. So, I mean, it's just ignorant. It's just stupid. And people do that for attention. I don't know. It's like, why even put yourself out there? Because now you're going to be banned from any concerts. You're going to be arrested. You're probably going to be fined. And if you injure somebody, you're going to probably go to jail. So, it's just stupid. So the fact that she's not going to be charged with battery, good for her. Because she only did it because of what the person did to her. Uh, Lizzo is now facing, she's now being sued by her former dancers. Because basically the former dancers have been saying that Lizzo was body shaming them. And making them do sexual things that she, they didn't want to do. But Lizzo came back on social media said that these dancers were let go and now being bitter, and you got about three or four dancers who are coming forward and saying just things that you wouldn't have thought that Lizzo would be a part of, body shaming and making people do things that they don't want to do. I just, you just, I just never thought that she would be that person. But um, and always he says, she said, and then there's the truth. So don't know all the details behind it, but those three young ladies have been on all over television, basically telling their stories. And how they've been horrified and said that they would never expect to be working with some Lizzo to be that type of person. But it's sad, but that, yeah, I, ne- I never would have thought that. I just never would have thought she would be that type of person to force people to do things like that and talk about people, belittling people, and putting people down. But you get on top and you get in charge, it's, you, 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 you never know. But I'm anxious to see what happens in that case. Uh, she's definitely fighting back and her attorneys are saying that all of this is lies. Meanwhile, uh, Taylor Swift, on her, t- her tour that's going on right now all over the country, she's 
she's basically paid out $50 million in bonuses to all her workers and everything. So, there you go. One side of it is just go from one extreme to the other. You got one person, one entertainer being sued by her former co-workers, and then you have uh, another entertainer who's giving out uh, $50 million in bonuses and whatnot. So, I guarantee you have nobody from Taylor Swift can't stand that they want to sue her or want to quit or don't like her tour. So, she's giving out $50 million in bonuses. So, I believe everybody in her team and everybody in camp is happy. So, there you go. Last but not least, I want to say rest in peace to Paul Rubens, a.k.a. Pee Wee Herman, passed away last week at the age of 70. I did not personally know he had been dealing with cancer for the past five to six years. That's why I believe he um, sent the note basically saying that um, he was out of the public eye and was going to take some time to for himself dealing with the illness that he was dealing with. Uh, Pee Wee Herman was definitely, he was definitely one of a kind. I mean, every time I think about him, I that one saying, um, I know you are, but what am I? And just different, the different dance that he would do and his outfits and his voice and everything. It's just, it made you look at things differently. But um, <laughs> his impact and his shows, I mean, it, it transcends everywhere. There's not, there's not a person you, there's not a show, there's not an entity, not an entertainment business anywhere that you can go and say the name Pee Wee Herman and people not know exactly who you're talking about. So uh, just want to say rest in peace to him. My condolences definitely go out to his family. He passed away at the age of 70. So definitely keep my thoughts, uh, his family and friends and my thoughts and prayers. And as always, we all come from different races, backgrounds, cultures, places, and statuses, but we are more alike than we are different. We can see each other as human, find the common ground of interest, begin to pick each other's brain and dig into the core of each other respectfully and peacefully. Only then can we begin to heal each other and truly bridge the gap between all of us. It's another episode of The Bridge. Get down with Big Ron Brown, Big Kush, King Kush is all the same. I will be posting this to Spotify for podcasters as well as my Facebook and Twitter page. Uh, please pray for me and my family. We're going on vacation. We're going to be driving down to South Carolina, Savannah, Georgia, and Myrtle Beach, South Carolina today visit family and friends down there. So please pray for us when we get down there safely and we get back safely. And until next week, I'll talk to you guys then and have a good one. Stay safe. Peace.